You're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me once again is the unscrupulous Caleb Coy. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just a shady character over here. That's that's right. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hi. How you doing? You know, I'm doing okay. I'm all right. You know, it's, 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 it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. We don't normally record on Tuesdays, do we? We don't. We don't. But you know what? Sometimes you do what Sometimes you gotta do. do to make it work for the art. For the music, for the love mm-hmm. of the fans. I don't know if we have fans, but... We have we have at least a fan. We have a fan. Hi, Mom. <laughs> I'm, of course, referring to your mom. She's upstairs sleeping. <laughs> Mine's definitely not listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm at her house at the moment. I, I, I gathered that. I know you gathered that, but I, <laughs> oh, I, I thought I'd tell our listeners. Sometimes I forget that we have those. I'm like, oh, well, we're just talking. Like, why you don't we have- we might we might not for all we know. <laughs> like, you don't have to explain to me. I know where you oh, the listeners, right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, podcast. Yeah, we're doing that. Oh shit. Are we doing that? Uh, we, we I don't know. Should I hit record? I would like it if you would. <laughs> that would that would make me very happy. So Caleb. Yes, Kitsy. You picked an artist this week and uh i'm not sure who it is because there were two different artists on that intro track that we heard and i'm not sure which one we're talking about oh oh i think you might be uh referring to uh the track we just heard coming into today's episode which was uh cloud nine by beach bunny featuring tegan and sarah yeah yeah so are we talking about tegan are we talking about sarah yes but also beach bunny (laughs) oh okay (laughs) and you know you know that you love Tegan and Sarah, and you know that I love yes. Tegan and Sarah, largely because of you. Uh, yes. And it uh, was largely, largely, entirely, I think, by coincidence, uh, that that this track ended up on my radar uh, at all, uh, because I stumbled into uh, the the EP that we're going to talk about later uh, by Beach Bunny, their uh, their newest uh, four song EP uh, under the title Blame Game. Uh, but I was like, you know what, four songs, that makes for a really short episode. And while that, that can be nice for recording, you know, we, we, let's, let's, let's get another one in there for the listeners. And saw that after discovering this EP, they dropped yet another single. And uh, that would be this track. And well, that's, that's, how we, that's how we got there. That's how we got there. That, that is I'm how s- we got there. I'm so glad that we got there because... Uh, I'm actually embarrassed that you found Beach Bunny before I did because this <laughs> seems like the shocked. kind of band. This seems like the kind of band that I should be telling you about, and not it really the other does. way around. It really does. And so it was a pleasant surprise when you <laughs> dropped this uh, on my desk earlier this week, and uh, and said, "Hey, let's do this." And I was, I think, what I said to you was, "I'm two lines in, and I'm already sold." Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, we had a, you know, a little bit of a, a mix-up, as sometimes happens in the real world where life exists, uh, and we had to, to have a, a backup plan. And it was uh, it was last week, I think, that I was just poking around, and I saw this super bright, colorful, like, 80s meets anime uh, sort of album art cover. And I was like, well, this is interesting. And I clicked on it, and I had a very similar reaction where I, I started listening to one track, and I was like, Kitsy's going to love this. i shared it in slack but there was so much going on that i i don't think that you even noticed uh at the time and so when it was you know time to to pick something as a a backup plan for this week i was like yeah i know i have just the thing (laughs) and uh so that that was my introduction to the this band and yeah i i too am surprised that it it was not you uh showing me uh, the other way around especially because as i found out beach bunny is a chicago band Yes, yes, I also just so learned even, that. Even more so, I'm embarrassed that I didn't know that, uh, yeah. know about this band, because uh, you know how I love Chicago. Although it looks like they formed after I left Chicago, so I guess I get a pass on that one. Yeah, I mean, that's reasonably um, fair, but usually if I'm finding out about a Chicago or Philly band, it's from you. That's That, that tracks. Yeah. Um, 
you said something that was going to make me say something, and I forgot what that was. <laughs> well, uh, while you're thinking about that, uh, what I can do is uh, give a little bit more background on the, the track that, that we heard, uh, Cloud Nine, uh, which was originally released as the last song on their uh, 2020 release, Honeymoon. Uh, so this was originally from the, the, their last full-length record, um, but recently re-recorded uh, in a fun new way, featuring guest vocals from, as we said, Tegan and Sarah, both of them. Uh, you know, they, they uh, apparently exist as individuals as well as an entity uh, by the same name, Tegan and Sarah. I don't know why I had to say that. I just... <laughs> Do you know which one's which? I don't. Uh, but to be fair, I, I haven't put in the effort. So uh, <laughs> this time around, I can't even blame my shit memory uh, or you know, <laughs> any, anything else. It's literally just a complete lack of trying. So sorry, uh, that's my bad. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not entirely true because I watched their uh, their Tiny Desk concert and they introduced themselves. And I was like, oh, okay, file that away. Gone. It's gone. I know so you this. at least know at le- you at least know from the tiny desk which one's on the left and which one's on the right at least for that particular performance. Yes, I I know that that happened, um, but all, all other details are lost. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm glad that uh, that I also chose this song because I I picked it. There's a uh, an aural equivalent to sight unseen, I'm sure. But uh, you know, I picked it sight unseen, just like oh, this is a new track, quote unquote, and then I realized what it was. Uh, Would it be like, sound unheard? I guess. <laughs> Here I am making gestures and faces as though this is a, a visual medium. It's not. Um, it's not. So your sight is now unseen by uh, our listeners. Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll just have to take my word for it. Ba-dum-bum. Um but, but no, I, I, I saw that uh, yeah, this was a, a, a recent single and featuring guest vocals from artists that we both love. So I was like, yeah, this, is, this, this should be fun. Uh, but I actually didn't listen to it uh, until right before we recorded. I sat down and I, uh, there's music videos for both the original version and the, uh, the re-release. And so I oh, watched cool. both. Uh, and it's really cool because um, they... Um, actually do a little bit of uh, gender swapping in the lyrics uh, throughout the, the choruses. Um, the original chorus, each, each time that uh, Lily sings it is, but when he loves me, I feel like I'm floating. When he calls me pretty, I feel like somebody. Uh, but the in the Tegan and Sarah version, the second time through, it switches to she, and in the final time through, it switches to they. And I think, yeah, that's, that's neat. Like, let's, that's a, a great way to be more inclusive. I think that is. It, it feels I, like it to me. I I think so. Well, so because the first time's he, the second time she, and the third time's they. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Yeah. See, I, I do like that because that is that is uh, a little more inclusive, which is cool. Normally, I'm not a fan of of pronoun swapping in songs. Um, yeah. But but usually that's more in the context of like, uh, uh, like straight men singing songs written by women and having to change the pronouns so it's not you know quote unquote gay right. or whatever. Um, and that that always seems a little silly to me. But I think in this context, it seems like it's trying to be more inclusive. Yeah. Of of everyone, and I'm 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 here for it. I love I love that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the only time I, I I do tend to still do that in my mind is when I'm singing Teenage Dream, and that's mostly because my jeans aren't skin tight these days. Like. Take me back like That's, take me back like fifteen years and it's a different story. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, maybe you just need to get some some updated jeans. You know, I think I do. I, I miss my my tight jeans. Uh, but that said, uh, there's and a- if you sign up for a Patreon, we'll have all kinds of pictures of Caleb in tight jeans just for you at our special tight jeans tier. You know, it's it's not for sixty nine dollars that- a month. <laughs> Nice. Uh, nice. It's not that difficult to do some internet sleuthing and find video footage of me in an old band uh, playing with uh, tight girl, uh, tight jeans from the girls section of Old Navy. Uh, <laughs> very tight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a, a little blurb uh, from uh, Consequence of Sound, but it's it's featured here on on Genius.com, which, as we know, is my second favorite website. Uh, or is it my favorite? I can't I can't keep track these days. I think it depends which podcasts are recording. Which one is your favorite? Fair. Okay, this is my favorite. 
Um, but Lily says, uh, Cloud Nine is a proper love song about feeling like you're in the clouds when you're in love with someone. I wanted to end the album with a proper happy, no strings attached. Uh, a proper happy, no strings attached track, which is where the idea sparked. It is also an ode to my little snail son, Nigel, who passed away last year, but I will adore forever. And that Aww. is one of the most adorable things I've ever heard in my life. Um, also, you don't hear about too many people keeping snails as like non-human children. And I think that that's cute. Can we get a, a moment of silence for Nigel in the chat? Yes. Um, but one thing I, I, I absolutely love about this track, uh, is yes, it, it's a happy boppy sort of dancey tune. Um, it almost has a little bit of like a bubblegum pop vibe to it, but then when like, when all the instruments come in together, it has this almost like aggressive, like surf pop sort of sound. And I love it. It's, the, it's so high energy. It, it really is. It's just. It's just delightful. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And of course, as I will always point out when uh, when I think it's the, the right thing to do, uh, excellent bass tones. Oh, yes. There's a, sure. a, a great uh, moment where the, the bass has, I hesitate to say a solo, but basically a, a bass solo uh, that really puts a spotlight on the, uh, the, the bass's tone and talent, uh, and it made me happy. It's always a good time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you got some good bass action going on now it's like is there a segue going here or like what's happening no uh, <laughs> there was i was trying to but it was just awkward <laughs> um but i i realized i realized why i think i missed uh beach bunny the first time you put them in uh in the slack um and that's because i've been super busy recently yeah you know, uh, because we we do this podcast, as mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Caleb, mm-hmm. and as you may not know, Caleb, I do another podcast with you called Second Condition One. Oh, that sounds uh, interesting. We, What's that about? Yeah, it's about Battlestar Galactica. Actually, <laughs> I, I love that show. Yeah, we well, should check out the podcast. I mean, you are on it, so <laughs> you might you might enjoy it. <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that's not why I missed it. That's that's just a normal week for me. But uh, but I've also been real busy because we've had. Uh, we're, we're doing two left of the dial live sessions back to back. Yes. Uh, this this week, so we just had uh, we just had long neck in the studio last weekend. Absolutely uh, fantastic. Which which you you missed. Uh, well, maybe you didn't. Maybe you were there, but if you didn't, if you weren't there, you missed it. But it'll be up on YouTube in a couple weeks, so keep an eye out for that. But uh, if you're listening to this today, which is Friday. May 1st? Mm, April 30th? <laughs> I think it's April 3rd. I'm pulling up the camera. The camera? Pulling up the calendar. <laughs> Friday, April 30th. Yes. Words are hard. Words are hard. Yes. Uh, so Friday, April 30th, that's if that's the day this podcast comes out. And if you're listening to this on Friday or on Saturday even, uh, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, we're going to have uh, Kaylee Goldsworthy, our dear friend, Kaylee yes. Goldsworthy. Yes on uh left of the dial live uh so you can go to left of the dial dot live to uh subscribe to our youtube channel and get notifications for when that uh that pops off uh and we've got a bunch more we're bringing to you this spring and summer so uh keep an eye on that we'll of course announce them here uh when that happens but that's probably why i missed uh when you dropped this beach bunny ep because i was just so busy with with these left of the dial live sessions i think that that's completely fair and that's why i I was neither surprised nor upset when that happened um and i gotta say i you know i i love i love all the bands that we talk to they're all such wonderful people and great musicians um but i am particularly excited for uh, this live with kaylee yeah she's one of my favorites yeah. Well, you've known her for ever. For so. a very long time, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but she's also just delightful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. I, I think we've got to eat some even some even more. I think we have even more in the works uh, for the, the upcoming months. Is oh, that, boy, uh, do we. Okay. So uh, y'all should definitely keep an eye and ear or both out for that because uh, we're not stopping. No, you can't. Not, not until someone tells us to. <laughs> not till we get that sternly worded letter. Yeah. Um, but speaking of not stopping, should we talk about another track? 
Ooh. I just put my computer to sleep. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hot corners, man. I know, right? <laughs> yes, yes, we should talk about another track. <laughs> Let me make sure I'm still recording. Yes, please okay, do Okay, l- looks like I am. Cool. Okay, good. Yeah, let's talk about another track. <laughs> do, you, do you want to say the name so it can start playing? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, it's going to be uh, good girls, parentheses, don't get used. Say you miss me, say you want to kiss me. I liked it better when you improvise a story we had. If you adore me, why do you ignore me? I liked it better when you said me sorry when I was sad. Stop singing, it's my bad. You're acting like you're dead, be dead. And no, you know, you better than that. But you can't respond when you react. I'm tired of dumb blood talk, of getting close. You say you won't, you do. Then act as though you don't. You're not a ghost. I'm not afraid of you. I started letting know. You let me know. You were just confused. And I still think they are cute. But I need you to remember that good girls don't get used. Good girls don't get used. Good girls don't get Say you want me. Actually, you want me. Did you want a ribbon? Cause I'm gonna need to hear more than that. Gotta show me if you wanna know me. Maybe you would know by now. I'm the greatest thing you could have. Stop saying it's my bad. Forgetting everything we had. I know, you know, you're better than that. But you can't respond when you react. I'm tired of dumb boy talk. Of getting close. You say you only do. Then act as though you don't. You're not a ghost. I'm not afraid of you. I started letting go. You let me know. You were just confused. And I still think they are cute. But I need you to remember that good girls don't get Yes. Don't forget to close your parentheses. <laughs> I'll do it when we come back out of the track. Oh, we're still on the track? Close parentheses. <laughs> Excellent. I would like for all of that to make it into the final cut. It will. Don't worry. <laughs> so this is a fucking great opener for a record in general and for a four-song EP where like you really just you've got to catch attention and just run. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This nails that. Um, I'm going to say something I don't think I've ever said on this podcast before. Oh? Or really out loud at all, uh, now that I think about it. Oh. Uh, this song is... Now, you think I'm going to say it's a jam, but I'm not. Okay, okay. Because it's not a jam. All right. Do not misunderstand me. It's very good. Okay. However, this song is a bop. <laughs> See, I actually uh, I knew where you were going, and you're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna, I, I love... So every now and then, you just find these gems on Genius where like people actually include statements from the artists or like segments of interviews and stuff like that oh an actual good gem not like a real gem yeah no okay i mean sometimes there's funny (laughs) ones but like i mostly don't click when i see that lyrics are highlighted because let's be honest i really don't necessarily care what someone else's interpretation of the lyrics are that's not to sound harsh that's just like i'm gonna listen to it and interpret it how i think unless there is explicitly something from the artist that says this is what i felt about this that i'm interested but the, you know, the the user curated aspect of it, you know what? It's not for me. I love that it's there. It's not for me. Anyway. You know, if I wanted to hear some chuckle fuck talk about what they think the song is about, <laughs> I'd just listen to this podcast. <laughs> there it is. Oh, I love Zing. it. Zing. I love it. I do. <laughs> I, I set it up and you knock it down. Um, but all of that to say, uh, opinions aside, there, there's a great little blurb, again, from... Uh, from the singer Lily, uh, as a veteran of engaging with emotionally unavailable people, I wanted to create a sassy Oof. song that calls out players by talking down to them as if they were children, showing that poor communication skills and mind games are immature. It shifts the blame to the person that was acting disrespectful instead of myself. The song also hammers home the point that I know my worth. I'm not afraid to call out players on their stupid behavior, and I'm not going to tolerate being thrown around emotionally. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm here for it. Left of the dial says, fuck yeah. (laughs) This is the kind of energy we all need to be bringing into 2021. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And again, uh, it initially presents in uh, what would often be called as just like a very cutesy sort of package, but I love how much energy and how much uh, just like thoughtfulness goes into this. I mean, some of the coolest fucking lines i've heard in a long time are in this song and they're just they're barbs they're like you know um i know you know you're better than that but you can't respond when you react damn (laughs) right and uh you're not a ghost i'm not afraid of you (laughs) (laughs) the writing on this is so good and oh yes, it is. I love That's it. amazing. I love it, and it, like, I I'm in in my mind, I'm calling back to a few episodes ago when we were talking about uh, thinking like the Food Network when describing music, and not just like, oh, there's a girl singing, so it's cute. No, like there are so many layers to this, and it's so so good. And like, I I, I hate that like it's it's really easy for people with that mindset to to just think like, oh, this is. This is fun. This is a cutesy song and not like actually dig in and get that message out of it. Meanwhile, it's still a fucking bop. <laughs> it's still a bop. <laughs> That's the thing is it's still a fucking bop. It is. And, and it can I'm be both. here for it. I, I am as well. And this, uh, I, uh, this, this, so this was my first exposure to the band, obviously being the, the first track on the EP and the EP being the, the first thing that, I, that surfaced in my, uh, random feed. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm, what I'm going to be getting myself into when I clicked play. And it's just right off the top with that energy. And I'm like, yes. Okay. More. Give me more of this. <laughs> and so of course they deliver, they deliver bringing it right into, uh, a track called lovesick. Nice. Nicely done with your transition there. <laughs> I mean, before I even like talk about the rest of the song, like that piano part on the outro that's just so subtle oh. and like cloud-like. <laughs> it's so yeah. beautiful. Uh and so you know, unexpected too. At least to me. Here's here's what I would ask someone 
if they if they came to me and said, hey, should I listen to Beach Bunny? And specifically this song. You know what I would ask them? What would you ask them? I would say, hey, do you like twinkly guitars? I do. Do you like really creamy harmonies? You know I'm for them. Do you like super catchy hooks? Uh, all day long. Then quit wasting your time and listen to this fucking song. <laughs> It's true. Uh, I feel like it was super recent that we were just saying that, like, people don't write enough dancey songs anymore. And this is, like, this yeah. has some very dancey moments. Uh, there's some parts that kind of call to mind that, like, what was that, early 2000s? Uh, like, I don't even think that this is the, really the right term, but I always called it, like, garage rock. I think of, like, the, the strokes and stuff like that. There's some, uh, some, some parts in here, like individual sure, yeah. parts that remind me of, like, that genre, of that style, that energy. Uh, and I can't get enough of this bass tone. Uh, it's very good. I was looking in the, uh, uh, in the video for Good Girls, and the bassist is playing a, uh, a Fender P bass. And it's the best a, bass, of course, like the only one that I'll play. Um, and it's a laminated maple fretboard. Uh, and the tone is that kind of like there's there's a little bit of grit to it, but it's like woody is the best uh, adjective okay. that I can use to describe it. Like it's a very like round and like kind of like staccato sort of tone to it. Uh, but like, it's just, it's so perfect under these, as you said, the, these twinkly guitars and these like gorgeous harmonies, it just, Oh, it gets under my skin a little in, in the best way. I will say though, Caleb, there is one other bass that you would play other than a Fender P bass, which would be a Yamaha SVB. Yamaha SVB. Did we, have we talked about it's this? The, it's the, the bass, the, the, the bass player from the poly six uses. You are correct. That Japanese like flying banana bass. That that bass is uh, fucking amazing. <laughs> the, the tone that comes out of that thing is just insane. <laughs> it's the greatest bass tone ever. Um, it's gnarly. Gnarly is the word. For it. <laughs> but you can go back and listen to our episode about the Poly Six uh, that we did last year if you want to hear more about that bass and, and that bass tone. And you should. Because and you very much should. Yes. Uh, as much as I've been a, a, a Fender like for life uh, bass player. Yeah, that's the greatest bass tone that's ever existed. Yeah. Also, if anyone out there knows where I can get one of those that I don't have to import it from Japan and pay $800 in shipping, please tweet at me at HeyKitsy because I want to buy it. I want one so bad. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. My, my biggest regret when I was in Japan is that I didn't find one and buy it and bring it home with me on the plane. That's That's my biggest regret in all of life. We're just going to have to go to Japan and, and get one. Okay. And like you might say, but wouldn't a plane ticket be more expensive than shipping? Maybe. But a, but then I wouldn't be in Japan. Then you'd be in Japan. <laughs> and that's and I the could point. Get sushi while I'm, I could get sushi while I'm there, so it's kind of worth it. Yeah. I mean, you can get a lot of things where they're uh, that are delicious and amazing. Uh, and anyway, uh, this is not a Japan <laughs> podcast, but it could be. But it's not. Uh, but we should. Probably, we did do a Japan episode. We did do a Japan episode. That was that great. was very early last year. Jeez, yeah, that was, that was one of the one of your first episodes. Yeah. Um, but we should hear "Lovesick," and uh, yeah, we should we should do the thing where we we don't talk for a, a couple minutes and then we come back and we do some more. Okay, yeah. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and play "Lovesick" for you. Uh, take a quick break here from our sponsors. Caleb and I are gonna book our flights to Japan to go pick up a base for some reason, <laughs> and uh, we'll be back uh, soon. So uh, keep listening.
Did you ever know that kid who was an insufferable know-it-all? Well, now he has a podcast. Join Michael Fight on Fight Knows About Everything. Every Monday and Wednesday, he brings a new trending internet topic and breaks it down to shed light on the absurdity. And then on Fridays, comes with a weekly recap of all the nonsense in the news. Listen wherever you get podcasts or watch on the Night Shift Radio YouTube channel. You're so pretend, shies. Pretending like you hate me when the world don't go your way. So tell your guy friends. She was super clingy, so you gotta get away. You're not my interest. If your ego had a zip code, it would be a whole statewide. But you're a love sex. Still listening to Left of the Dial. I'm still Kitsy. Caleb is still unscrupulous. I'm just I'm I'm having bad thoughts. No, I'm not. Hi, I'm here. I'm still Hi. here. I I'm, I'm glad you're still here, man. My so I'm I'm recording this in in the kitchen of my mom's house because I'm visiting her this week, and uh-huh. her dishwasher is just gurgling away. And man, <laughs> do I hope it's not showing up on the podcast. Uh, I mean, for what it's worth, I can't hear it, but. Uh, I, I can't say what it, what's going to happen. Well, we'll see. Then <laughs> the future will tell us. I mean, between you putting your computer to sleep and your mom's dishwasher going, like this is going to be a a, a top notch episode. <laughs> <laughs> it already got off to a great start by us recording on a Tuesday instead of Sunday. So uh, it's 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 fine. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to follow up with uh, from the previous track before we went into the break that I I, I remembered afterwards. Um, there was one line in particular that I'm not saying it specifically inspired the uh, collaboration with Tegan and Sarah, but I'm not saying it didn't. Uh, the last line of the first verse that says, when you're closer, I don't mind it. Secretly, I want you close to me. And then I had all here is closer by Tegan and Sarah. And we, of course, are still talking about <laughs> Beach Bunny. <laughs> And their EP Blame Game that came out this year, 2021. That's that's, that's right. That's a thing you do. <laughs> that's a thing I do. Anyway, I, I I had to get that out of my head. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I just realized how 
bad of a song Closer is for, for COVID times. All I want to get is a little bit closer. No, no. Mm. Get the fuck away from me. Six feet at least. <laughs> we need to go somewhere that's well ventilated. Uh, <laughs> uh, and get, uh, get my CO2 monitor to make sure that uh, there is proper airflow in this room. And uh, like you standing over there and like masks on and like, yeah, we'll be fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's that fine. said, can I tell you a secret? Yes. I am now fully vaccinated and I'm ready to get a little bit closer. Yes. yes. I'm going to hug so many people. I want to just want to hug. Oh my God. I just, so many people. I had that, that moment earlier. Like I, I took Penelope out. And no, I didn't. I was going to check the mail uh, and I was in the elevator alone and I was just pacing circles in the elevator uh, because it was the next best thing to running around my apartment screaming. <laughs> <laughs> had one of those days. <laughs> just like, ah, I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the, the track, uh, Nice Guys. Nice uh, Guys. On... Uh, Blame Game by Beach Bunny. Um, 2021 EP. 2021 EP. Does this not have big Weezer energy? Oh, it very much does. <laughs> very much does. Uh, from the, the guitar tones, the, the chord progressions, even like if you listen closely, the, the sounds in the background, there's a little like twinkly bells or something like that. There's like odd, like dissonant, like feedback moments, like. Unless that was the dishwasher that I was hearing. I don't, I don't know. It could be the dishwasher. <laughs> if so, then the dishwasher's got dope tones. <laughs> it, yeah, this dish, this dishwasher's got fucking beats, man. <laughs> uh, mine, I always forget that I run until like after the, the drying cycle is done and it just beeps really loudly. And it will be like two hours after we started the thing. So we'll completely have forgotten. And they're just... <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> so appliances these days, like if you buy brand new appliances now, they all have little songs that they sing. It's not just a beep; it's a little fucking song. Oh, and like, yeah, like the the, the refrigerator here at my mom's house has a little song it plays if you leave the door open. Um, but my favorite is my washer and dryer at, at my house. Um, when they're done, they play this little song that's like. And it's like it, it's like way too long. It's like why are you still? <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we done? <laughs> That's amazing. It's just it's it's weird. And uh, actually, to come think of my mom's washer and dryer, have, they have a little song they play too when they're done. It's just like why do they need to be songs? I wonder if the next time I buy appliances, if they'll sing to me. Probably. That's like the thing now. Anyway, Beach Bunny. This this song continues to have that, I'm not taking your shit, you're going to treat me well or get the fuck out mm -hmm. energy. And I love it. Like, just like start to finish. That is what this record is. That is what it's about. That is what it says. And that is what it does. And... I love that. And again, the, the writing on this is so fucking clever. Uh, lines like, uh, if your ego had a zip code, it'd be a whole statewide. But sure, <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I, I love that. And I just, I want to just like say, fuck yeah, to this energy. But we did well, that already, did. so. Well, We'll do it again. We didn't do it in this half. That's true. We only did that in the front Fuck half. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. So I, I was doing some some research, as I am uh, occasionally wont to do, and uh, Beach Bunny just, I want to say, like, what is it today? So just yesterday announced a, uh, a fall tour. Oh. So November and December uh, around the U.S., and then uh, afterwards, it uh, looks like, February around uh, UK and Europe. Um, but most important, specifically to the two of us, uh, in Philadelphia on November 11th at uh, Union Transfer. Mm -hmm. I, I assume you know what that is. I don't know what that is. Yeah, Union uh, Transfer is great. But the, uh, the final 
uh, show of the uh, U.S. portion of the tour, December 17th at Del Mar Hall in St. Louis, which, in fact, is the last place where I went to see a, uh, a live show uh, in Halloween-ish of 2019. Well, sounds like a good first place for you to see a new show. I, I mean, I hope, beyond hope, that I can see another show before December, but... Uh, if not, well, then if not, this will be a good one. This would be a dope ass first show back. I gotta say, like I, I'm very excited so, to to see how this band sounds live with these fucking rad tones. So, Caleb, I have three questions for you. Okay. Number one, are we gonna put these tour dates in the show notes, or at least a link to the tour dates in the show notes? Yeah, we are. Uh, Rock and roll. Question number two. Go. Do you think we should try to get them to do a left of the dial live when they're in Philly? I think that that's a great idea. Okay. Uh, I'm two for two here. Let's go for two for three. Do you think while they're in Europe, they'll swing through Japan and, and pick up a Yamaha SVB for me and bring it back to you the know, US? Um, I don't think so. Mm. Mostly okay. because none of these shows are anywhere near Japan. Yeah, uh, but if they're already in Europe. If they're already in Europe, they can totally go to the other side of a different continent entirely. <laughs> Japan's on the way back to the U.S., depending on which way you go. <laughs> depending on which way you go. <laughs> if you go the long way. I mean, the, uh, the, the tour, as it's listed, ends in Germany, so. That's what they want you to think. That is what, I mean, I, I would think, yes, that is what they want you to think, uh, because they probably want you to, to be accurate. Uh, but in addition to the tour to, uh, tour dates, uh, I will also include uh, uh, links to uh, Beach Bunny's website, including uh, it has the, their merch store as well as some uh, some music videos and whatnot. Thank and you actually, you know what? The tour dates are right on the right on their website, so I don't need to link uh, multiple places. So fuck yeah, um, yeah. So uh, so tour, that's tour. exciting and. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe. Yeah, tours tours are happening. I bought some tickets to some shows the other day for this fall, and I'm really hoping I get to go to them. That's that's big optimism right there. I love that. I respect yeah, that. Yeah, well, you know, it's, I just I figure if people are going to be optimistic enough to to book tours, I'll be optimistic enough to commit to going. Yeah, I am. Um, <clears throat> so where I, I just recently moved, there is a brand new venue that just opened up down the street. Uh, actually very close to where, uh, where our wedding was, uh, oh. just like a block or two away. Our uh, wedding is in, you're, you're in my wedding. Yes. When we got married. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The wedding where. Just checking. The wedding where, uh, I didn't ask you to be my best man cause I didn't have to. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, right, right down the street from that. And then also, uh, I, I just found the other day as I was, uh, riding down a parallel road uh that there is another venue supposedly uh on its way so uh i left a neighborhood that uh had uh one of the the better venues in town but that closed uh shortly after the pandemic began uh and hopefully now we'll be living within easy walking distance of the two newest venues in town so Hmm. very much looking forward to the possibility of going to shows within walking distance of my home again it's almost like the entire uh, live music economy of St. Louis revolves around where you live. I, you know, it, it's an, another thing entirely, but sometimes it feels like neighborhoods ebb and flow based on like mostly around when I move away from them, like things start to pop up. Uh, so I guess what <laughs> so I really, finally, you, you got in ahead of the curve on this one. Yeah, exactly. When typically what I need to do for a neighborhood to succeed is to leave it. And I don't know, how, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but uh, what does disappoint me is that I also live uh, once again in in very close proximity to the uh, the venue where I saw uh, Turquoise Jeep, but that venue is closed. That venue was bought. That's a bummer. I can't remember if that's no. It is. It is a different one from where you and I went to a show when you were in town once. Which remember. show was was that the minus the bear show or was that the copyright show? Copyrights, because minus the bear was at the the same place where I got married. Oh, that's right. It was, yeah, yeah. That copyright yeah. show was fun. It was. That was fun. I don't remember where it was. 
It doesn't matter. I don't either, but I think I was pretty drunk. That was I was still drinking then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we both were. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um But yeah, so very much uh, very much looking forward to to live music and after after experiencing this record, I'm I'm hoping to get to see this band live. That's really the 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 really long way of saying that. That's that's where I was getting with it. Yes. Um, there's only one more track to cover too, so I'm also like trying to trying to chew time the way that we don't have uh, to chew time. We can just the way that keep it short and sweet if you want. The way that Jeremy Irons chews uh, scenery. <laughs> oh, it's a you know I can't I can't blame you for making that joke. It's a it's a reference to the Dungeons and Dragons movie. You can blame me. I can't blame you for making that joke. Why? Because I don't want to play the blame game, Caleb. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with it, but I'm glad. Because, see, the last song is called Blame Game. That's true. Okay, but that tempo change, though? Right? And, like, the, the super twinkly ending could be straight out of clarity, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> it just needs to be longer and more complex, but yeah. yeah. And some, some glockenspiel in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so this, this is another one that I'm, I'm actually really glad there's a, a, a full quote from Lily on this, uh, because, um, if you listen to this song and you don't get it, then listen again, but also yeah. like here's in Lily's own words, uh, at a simplest form is a dialogue about sexism. I wanted to write a song that sounded like a conversation between a femme person and society, criticizing the hypocrisy of the demands placed on women to simultaneously be encouraged and discouraged to engage in sex or be viewed sexually. I wanted this song to conclude the EP by showing that sexism is deep-rooted throughout past and modern society and that the power dynamics and toxic masculinity present in in some relationship dynamics is the result of sexism as a whole. The song addresses a series of heavy topics all rooted in putting blame on the victim for sexual advances, sexist actions, and unwanted pursuits, as if just having a femme body warrants abuse. As the last song in this EP, the track was written to advocate for change and to discuss some of my own experiences with sexism first and secondhand. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. And you know what? It, it, it needs to be said. It needs to be said over and over again, and people need to fucking listen. And uh, I'm, I'm actually really glad that the, this track not only was on the, the record, but I like the way that they chose to end the record on this note. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the whole thing, like we said at the beginning, it's, it's four tracks, so it starts hard and it just keeps going with the energy. Uh, but it's like just really leaves you with a, the, like the whole message. Fucking stop being shitty, be respectful, take responsibility for your own actions, and don't be shitty. I say that twice, and I mean it twice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, one thing I noticed when looking up this band is that apparently they've done an audio tree session. That is true, yes. but, which you know I love Audio Tree. I love Audio Tree so much I decided to make my own Audio Tree <laughs> <laughs> and call it Left of the Dial Live. Uh, I did not get a chance to watch their Audio Tree session, but I'm sure it's awesome. So I can only in- encourage you, if you liked what you heard on the podcast today, to go check out that Audio Tree session because uh, I'm sure it's great. Agreed. And uh, as I mentioned, I'll link the, their Bandcamp page and the Audio Tree session is available through that as well. Excellent. Very good. And I think a Bandcamp Friday is coming up soon. Am I? Yeah, am next right? week. Next week is in? Oh, the, the Friday after the day this comes out. Okay. So the, the first Friday in March. May. May. The first Friday in May. June. Is it October yet? No. It's, <laughs> no, it's September. 2006, right? Okay, September 2006. Where was I in September 2006? Who's on first? Who was I in September 2006? Did I know you yet? I don't think I... No, I didn't. You did not. We didn't meet until uh, very... I think very briefly in late 2008, like for like a a hot minute at someone's house, but then for real in 2009. Yeah. Well, that time's not worth talking about then. No, 
It really isn't. <laughs> well, Caleb, if people wanted to meet you now, where would they go? Oh, well, you can find me uh, present on the internet uh, uh, on both Twitter and Instagram at Caleb Micah. Uh, mostly Twitter. I guess like I exist on Instagram, but it's more just, yeah, I like seeing other people's dogs. That's really what it comes down to. That's what Instagram's for. <laughs> I say the I say the most words on Twitter. Yeah. Well, I mean, Instagram's not really about words, is it? I, mm, it seems to be sometimes. A it's picture, a, though, could be worth a thousand words. But Caleb, a, if, people, if people wanted to really meet you, like, in person, where would they go? I mean, they wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't? They wouldn't. They wouldn't come to your house? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see people. I don't go places. Eventually, give your home address out on the podcast? I don't. people come visit you? Okay. I, I don't. However... Can't imagine why. If you're in St. Louis and uh, December 17th comes around, look for me at Del Mar Hall. I hope to be there. Will you be bopping the beach bunny? I fucking hope so. Me too. <laughs> Kitsy, where can me they find too. you? Ooh, you can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at Hey Kitsy. Hey Kitsy. Hey Caleb. Uh, that's where I'll be. Uh, and you can, of course, also find me producing uh, live sessions over at leftofthedial.live. That is our YouTube channel uh, where we have uh, our session from Riverbee is up already. Yeah. Uh, and that was a super fun one. Uh, like I said, we just did uh, Long Neck. That'll be up soon. I'm actually going to try to get that up for Bandcamp Friday. We'll see. It might be a stretch, but we'll try. I believe in you. Um, and uh, we got uh, Kaylee Goldsworthy is happening tomorrow. If you're listening to this when it comes out. Um, we got a bunch more coming up, so definitely don't miss that. You also, of course, can find us at leftofthedial.fm where you can listen to this episode, all our previous episodes, and God willing, all of our future ones as well. You can get show notes, links to everything we've talked about, and, uh, I don't know, prizes? Are there prizes there? There could be. There could be. I don't know. You don't, you, you won't know unless you go. It's the only way to find out. That's true. So. The only way. So do that. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We're going to go ahead and leave you with uh, Blame Game off the EP of the same name by Chicago's Beach Bunny. This has been Left of the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Caleb has been Coy. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week.